0: The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. And the off-season is going off. Boy, there's trades, there's rumors of trades. Lots going on right now, here on show 432. 432. Well, Raider Nation, there are lots of things going down. Stadium deals, trades, oh my gosh. So, on today's show, we will have... Well, the heat is on. The heat is on the Oakland Raiders to spend 80% of some 60 plus million dollars. They gotta spend it, or they gonna spend it. We'll talk about that, the free agent moves that could possibly and should possibly be going down. Love this one. The St. Louis Rams? Come on, man. Whatever. We have to talk about it because it's just getting real bizarre right now. That and the bone line should wrap it up for this show. I love this time of year. This is when we see who we're going to be. Boy, is it telling Boy, it's telling a story this year. I'm telling you. Let's get to it. heat is on and it is really on because march 10th is around the corner the 12th is guaranteed money for everybody who signed i'm telling you right now this is the time coaches and managers sweat it out to get the team that they really want at this particular time of season although we all know this that the team is really made in the draft the reason it's made in the draft i mean talent and a new, young, vital players for sure. But really, you got several years before you got to come up with big chunks of money. That's why teams are made in the draft. I mean, you can look at uh, our, our rivals from the great white north up there, the Seacocks, and see how many great impact players they had that they didn't have to pay. That's why the draft is so very important. So let's look at a few players that are exiting the Raiders uh, that I, I know for sure or have a pretty strong idea that are leaving. MJD, the one year we didn't wander because he blew ass for the Raiders. He's gone. He retired, thank goodness for every other team in the league. Yet another player comes to Oakland, gets a paycheck for not doing shit. I'm getting freaking tired of that. Because here's another one. Lamar Woodley. He's gone, that lazy sack of shit. I think he played five freaking downs. What a buffoon. Matt Schaub, $8 million. Hey, on Woodley, we're saving $5 million. That is insane. Reggie better come back to earth from whatever dimension he's in. Dementia. More the case. Tyvon Branch is gone. Kevin Booth, he's going, going, gone. And then we have a center problem with Wisniewski. I'm not hearing any positive things. Are they going to let him test the waters? I hope not, because last time that happens, we lost some pretty good players, Houston and Veldir. So I hope Reggie's learned a lesson. Who knows? But let's just take a look here on who's available. And, uh, well, we got to spend 80% of our allotted cap space, which should be close to $70 million. And I don't want any of this horseshit. 15 players last year, over 30, over the hill, under-inspired. No, not this season, Veggie. And you know what I mean. Well, let's look at quarterback because we're going to need a backup. We're certainly not going to keep Schaub unless he's going to play for Maybe a million and a half dollars, two million. He's going to test the market and see who's going to try to get the interception king of the NFL. Maybe somebody will get him. We should have traded him and see if we could have got anything for him from the Browns or something else. But he's toast. He's gone. So we need a backup, solid backup for Carr. And I can't think of a better backup than a traditional backup like Sean Hill. He'll be available. I like this kid. He plays in a lot of different systems. He's smart. Not a number one, but a solid number two. Another guy that you're familiar with is Jason Campbell. Yeah, he's older, but the guy protected the ball like nobody's business. I like his style. I like who he is, too. We go down to Tavarius Jackson, young player, but also uh, coming to be a backup in the NFL we don't need to spend a lot of money, but we definitely get got to get a couple of these guys into camp. Uh, there's a few other names out there, but we certainly need to get a backup quarterback for Carr. I hope we never use him, but you got to have him. Now, as running backs go, and I guess I didn't say that we're going to lose <laughs> Darren McFadden after seven seasons of less than stellar numbers, I believe we'll be cutting uh, the cord finally with this guy. This he's gonna make it this year, guy. I'm so sick of that crap. Good guy, nice guy, played hard, practiced very hard, but he never really broke out with the potential that he had. Could have been because of the line, probably, but he's not making it. So some of the the, the running backs on the open market. I'm saying going out for Adrian Peterson. He's got a big contract, and he's on the older side. Nobody else is going to go for him. Um, I'd like him, man. He's proven he's good. He's 30, okay? He's not like 34. Uh, He hasn't been beat up. He had a full season off. Uh, There's a lot of positives to that move, but that's my choice. He's a a game changer. Certainly make it easier for uh, our young quarterback, to get around and get around to some passing for crying out loud, uh, instead of running for his life, C.J. Spiller is right there next to him. He's a guy right now uh, because <laughs> the freaking Eagles are having a garage sale. Uh, they get rid of Deshaun Jackson last season. This season, uh, this Deshaun McCoy is gone. One of the most prolific running backs I have ever seen in person is out, and he is now Buffalo Bill. So C.J. Spiller is going to be looking for another home. Let's hope that he comes to Oakland. Justin Forsett, Ryan Matthews, which has really never gotten to where he's supposed to be. We need to get a guy, DeMarco Murray. I'm not really sold on because Dallas has a brutal, brutal offensive line. And uh, you know what? That says a lot about um, how their running backs go. And it also says... A lot about them not keeping him because they can get anybody to play in that system and do pretty well. I'm not sold on Murray, but I am sold on Spiller and Forsett and also Peterson. Jeremy Macklin's going to be coming up. I like that guy too. Always been consistent. He can separate. He's good. Torrey Smith, Kenny Britt. I mean, there's just a few names that are out there, and we need some guys to catch a football for a quarterback. Now, there's a lot of receivers in the draft. I know I'm hearing that from you guys right now as I speak, but it's nice to get a guy out there that's a number one, like Cobb or Macklin. You know he's a go-to guy. Tight end. Julius Thomas, are you kidding? If we don't go after him in a fierce manner, well, then Veggie is, well, who Veggie is, okay? Um, And he will show that this season, and he might just show that again if he does. I think his... Ass should be out of Oakland by the end of the season, if not before. Uh, Miles Paul, another guy. There's a couple other tight ends. Jordan Cameron, uh, he's another guy. So there's several, several positions we can improve on, but I don't want to take 15 of these guys, especially if they're over the hill and they don't have any passion for the game. Uh, Devlin McCourty, Raheem Moore. Nate Allen, all safeties I would be interested in as well. You could probably get him on the cheap. We have to bring some guys into camp uh, to compete and and find someone that can actually make that transition because when we got rid of Taiwan Branch, um, man, that's been a lot. He's a good player, but he's been very injury-prone. We need some help on the offensive line. Derek Newton, Byron Bell, Joe Sparksdale, all three could help us out. Orlando Franklin, Craig Mayers. uh, There's a couple other guys in here. Uh, We also need help on the defensive line. Brian Arakpo is going to be available. If we don't go after this monster, I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know. We could get him for a third of the price of Sue. He's a young, uh, fierce competitor and a guy that can get in there and sack the quarterback. We need him. Jeremy Hughes, Greg Hardy. uh, There's a couple other guys in here that might be available for the Raiders to pick up, and you never know. Uh, Brandon Spikes and I better. A.J. Hawk is available. Nate Irving's available. Uh, Corners, Byron Maxwell. Why don't we just go with that? Brandon Flowers, we need certainly need some corner help. Although I do think our young players are doing much better. Um, These are the things I think we need. We definitely have to keep Marquette King, who's going to be going out and testing the waters. I think that is a terrible move. If we don't keep him, he's a great punter. Not a super good punter, but he's pretty good on the average, better than most in the NFL. And he's young. This is his first year? Come on, man. Give the guy a few dollars. And let's keep him and keep our kicking game solid, which I think is important uh, because we're going to need that uh, coming up with this defense we have.
2: Uh, Joel Corey, former agent, now NFL contract and cap expert, kind enough to join us here, Haberman and Middlecoff on ninety-five-seven. The game and uh, all right. I'm sure uh, for a man in your position, you've you've uh, had an eye on the Raiders because they've got a lot of money to spend. They can go on a on a big old shopping spree. From your experience, just first of all, when a team has over $50 million in cap space, uh, is it difficult to spend that money wisely, or can you cover a lot of your errors by spending all the money?
3: First, we haven't had teams with the type of cap room you've seen the past couple of years under old CBAs because you couldn't carry over cap room from one year to the next like you can now. Now, the key is for the Raiders not to spend money like a drunken sailor.
4: But
0: in
3: some respects, they kind of have to because there's an 89% spending requirement from from 2013 through 2016. The Raiders are at 80% spending through 2013-14. So they're going to have to go out and spend a bunch of money. But if they're going to spend money, don't do what you did last year. Don't go out and get a bunch of guys who are approaching 30, over 30, who would have been great in 2010. You're going to overspend for guys, spend for young guys who are in their prime, like an Indomitian Sioux, players like that. Those are the types of guys you should go after if since you have to spend money.
5: You know, the Raiders are in a unique situation where they do not have any young players coming up the pipe that they're going to have to pay at, at least for the next two years Couldn't they front load the deals to the premium guys where you're paying it all up front and just money that other teams will not be able to match and put them in a pretty, you know, advantageous situation to take advantage of, you know, most teams have young players that they have to think about in two years. The Raiders just don't have to do that.
3: True. That's where Reggie McKenzie's done a great job in terms of cleaning up the cap that they can. Be competitive or or entice people to come by front-loading contracts. They have one obstacle they're going to have to overcome, and it's something that they can't do anything about. California has a state income tax of 13.3% if you make over a million dollars. When you start talking about money of this magnitude, agents will enlist the help of the accountants that work with the players to see what the tax implications are on a deal. I'm going to use Sue as an example. Say, for example, he signs a deal which barely beats J.J. Watt. It's $102 million over six years. He gets $55 million over the first three years. That's the deal that he could get in Jacksonville. In order to have the same net income from that deal in Jacksonville, the Raiders would have to pay him $118 million over six years and basically $64 million over the first three. That's something that will come into play with some of these higher-end contracts.
2: It's going to be uh, amazing to see. How we, we just hope around here that it's not Oakland and Jacksonville uh, that are just leverage him to get more money out of you know somebody who's good. But we'll see. Joel Corey, Joel, we really appreciate it, man. Thanks for your expertise.
6: Oh, thanks for having me, guys. The free agent wheel continues to spin in the National Football League. A number of reported signings, with the biggest being Adamic and Sue getting a huge deal to go to the Dolphins. Randall Cobb, uh, Devin McCarty, they're going to stay at home while others move to new teams. Then the NFL. Uh, hit each team with an email that said, quote, don't leak any signings before they are official. Well, enough about that. Let's talk about the Raiders in this circumstance. We've got a couple of guys to do it. Our Raiders insider is Scott You Read him at CSNBayArea.com. Our NFL scout who you hear on the radio Monday through Friday at 95.7 the game from 10 in the morning until 12 noon. That's John Middlecoff. And so, Scott, I'm going to open with you. I was looking at those free agent names. I didn't see Raiders attached to any of those teams. Why aren't the Raiders coming up? They have all this money to spend, but none of the big-name free agents are signing
7: on the dotted line to play for the silver and black. Jim, I can tell you this. The Silver and Black have been involved with names that were just on the screen, including and Sue and wide receiver Randall Cobb. As a matter of fact, I've heard that they actually offered more money than Randall Cobb took to stay with the Green Bay Packers and elite quarterback Aaron Rodgers. But when it comes down to it, when you have $63 million in cap space, what's $1 or $2 million when you absolutely need one of these game-changing free agents not only to improve your 50 three-man roster, but probably more importantly to show the rest of the NFL world, hey, we are committed financially to improving this roster, to improving the reputation of our brand, which frankly hasn't been very good for a long time, and that is, of course, due to winning, also due to team facilities. A lot of things working against them, cash can change players' minds, and they didn't give quite enough, especially in Cobb's case. John, you have
6: been a massive advocate for throwing as much money as you can at some of the biggest names to come and get a stud if you're the Raiders what is that telling you that some of these guys are taking less money to go somewhere else they don't want to come here Jim
5: but the Raiders do not have any young players to pay in the next couple years they're three or four years away from having to pay anyone on their roster a significant chunk of change so an when contracts are not guaranteed like they are in the NFL and this isn't Major League Baseball this isn't the NBA the state income tax factors in, and anyone that knows, Florida is at zero. The Raiders are in California, that's 13.3%. You would have to offer Nadomikin Sue, the 60 million he got from the Miami Dolphins, almost $70 million to make it the equivalent. And from what I've to- what I was told specifically on Sue, they did all the right things. They were gonna make a massive offer. They were really interested, but he didn't want to come here. He wanted to go to Miami and the state income tax played a role. And let's face it, Randall Cobb plays with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I'm, I'm a big Derek Carr advocate. I think he's going to be a good player. But.
2: Our next guest, who is kind enough to join us now, you know him well, a former NFL head coach and offensive coordinator, now on Fox, Fox uh, analyst, the architect, Middlecoff, the greatest show on turf. Remember that very well. And at the top of the list probably, for me at least, former Fresno State tight end, Mike March, kind enough to join us. Hey, Mike, how you doing? What's up, coach?
8: Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing this morning?
2: We're doing good. We appreciate your time.
8: Yeah, my pleasure.
5: You're a quarterback guy. We, we had this argument last year about Carr and Kaepernick, and they ended up playing, and Carr got the better of them. If you, if you were coaching next year and could pick one of the two, which one are you going with?
8: Carr. I think Carr is, is eventually with the right preparation, the right coaching, all that so, sort of thing. And, and the systems do lend itself to you gotta be careful of that as well uh i think Carr can be just uh just a very elite player kaepernick um there's some things about him they just got to be kind of careful he's not a real quick guy in terms of decisions and hesitancy holds it a little bit he's an interesting guy he's a different player he can beat you with his legs on certain plays but first and foremost in the league is a quarterback you've got to be an excellent passer and he's not an excellent passer he's a uh, He's probably has average. You'd have to put average just because of decision making, but exceptional arm and all that good stuff. He can make those big plays, but you he's got you you can't put the burden on his shoulders like you could carr. Carr is just an exceptional passer in, in every way.
1: Well, I've heard it all now. The St. Louis Rams. <laughs> come on, man. You know every time I hear a store like this, uh come out, <laughs> I have got to laugh. We've gone from the San Antonio Raiders, the LA Raiders, of course, um the Covina West Covina Raiders, <laughs> the Inland Empire Raiders. Um now it's the St. Louis Raiders. There's a lot of talk and always a lot of buzz, a lot of pissed off Raider fans. There's a lot of very upset individuals when it comes down to the new Coliseum, where the Raiders will play. Well, listen, I have gotten upset myself. You see me typing capitals, get all flipped out, and I am just freaking done. I am done worrying about where the Raiders are going to play. Kind honestly, I've been beaten, and this is the plan, I'm sure, to beat the fan base to to pulp with these stories to where you just don't give a crap. I would love for my Raiders to stay right here in Oakland. This is where they belong. This is where the fan base is. This is where they were born, for crying out loud. But that doesn't mean crap. Money rules, and where the money is, the team will go. If there's a brand-new stadium and a whole lot of money for Mark in St. Louis, well, then that's well their play. And can I do anything about it? Hell no. I could protest. I could go. uh, And and kudos to all those people who go to the city council meetings, who go out there with their signs and chants. It's awesome. I am so happy to see that. It's very cool, very brave, and, and we really need to have that. Uh, To establish our care and love for the Raiders But I will tell you uh, the bottom line is money Uh, For me, I put my money where my mouth is Not saying that everybody can or everybody should I'm saying this If we sell out the stadium every single game this season That is what counts if Mark sees that he could sell the stadium out every game, and especially with the seasons we've had in the last 10 years, plus 11 or 12, really, um, you, you will see that's the economic engine, folks. You got to put your ass in a seat, bro. You got to get your ass up, buy some fucking season tickets, and even if you don't go, at least you show that you're invested in the team. That's what they need to see. Here's another thing that I think is just freaking ridiculous. If I had even close to the right amount of money and I knew the right people and put it together, the Oakland Raiders are the biggest diamond in 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 a block of coal uh, I have ever seen in a professional franchise. I mean, for crying out loud, the L.A. Clippers sold for $2 billion. The L.A. Frickin' second class in LA Clippers sold for two billion frickin' dollars. The Oakland Raiders are rated as the last NFL team at eight hundred million. That is bullshit. And anybody who believes it is full of shit. And and that's for sure because the franchise just the, <laughs> the franchise value in merchandise is in the billions of dollars. I mean, anybody can see it. It It's like a company waiting to be uh, resuscitated with some fresh money, some new seats, a new place to play, and it will skyrocket in value. Past the Cowboys, I'm here to tell you, the Raiders' insignia, the Raiders' sign, the Raider colors are epic. They are worldwide. They're just as known as the Americas team, the Cowgirls, and once we start to defeat other teams, the value will just increase that much more. I mean, if you can't build a stadium here in Northern California and make it, you know, cost-effective, then you're an idiot because this team has the best potential for revenue than any other of the 31 knucklehead teams. In the NFL that is a fact I'm standing on it and you just wait and see how it goes down the Raiders we start to win you're going to see silver and black freaking everywhere because we will have the largest bandwagon love it or not that ever has been seen in the NFL fact and that is the facts and wherever they go, there's not a thing I can do about it but pay for my seats and show that I rep- represent here at home. That's all you can do about it. And that is all I have to say about it. <laughs> Raiders are Oakland. And that is all I have to say about that. <laughs> And Randy and I would like to thank every member of the Raider Nation, our Raider family, for all your well wishes for our birthdays, which is very cool. I'd like to thank everyone for their, their wishes, well wishes, for my recovery from this hip surgery. You know, the Raider Nation is very special. It's not just about football, because it happens all year round. We get together like no other team. We get together all summer. It's an amazing fan base best sports fan base ever and I want to thank you and Randy does too from the bottom of our hearts for such beautiful words of encouragement and well wishes thank you guys you know it's from our silver and black heart alright so let's get to the bone line 1-800-620-7181 one 1-800-620. 620 7181. Don't be shy. Ladies, kick it up a notch. You know you're out there. I know I can hear you. (laughs) Lay it down on the recording, man. That's all I'm talking about. My favorite part of the show. Let's just find out who is first on the bone line. And our first caller is Hoss coming from Illinois. Boy, it's freezing ass cold. How you doing, brother?
8: This is
4: Haas. I'm calling from Illinois, and uh, I actually just listened to my first Raider Nation podcast the other day, and pretty excited. You know, I've been a regular regular on a lot of radio shows, calling and talking about the Raiders, and I'm pretty stoked that you know I finally found something dedicated solely to the Raiders. I'm a huge Raiders fan. You know, I catch a lot of a lot of slack for it being in Illinois, which is Bears country, but The Raiders are the Raiders, man. we got three Super Bowls under our belt, no matter how bad we've been over the years. Uh, With that said, I'll get down to uh, Raiders offseason. You know, first off, I think that Reggie McKenzie has done a phenomenal job. You know, his first couple years in Oakland, I don't even count that. The guy took a garbage team with, you know, Uh, aging veterans that were making ridiculous amounts of money. And they have a potential to be 65, 70 million under the cap this year again. They were about 60 million last year. They had the most cap space in the league. The Raiders, I mean, you think about what a storied franchise that they are. They've only had three coaches that they've brought in as a head coach that have had previous head coaching experience. I mean, they're starting to get the picture. Um, you know, Jack Del Rio, he's the kind of guy that they need. You know, he's coming in and he's not just giving rah-rah speeches. He's saying, okay, we need to fix the field. We need to, we need to upgrade our facilities. We need to do this. We need to do that. And, you know, I think Jack Del Rio is awesome. You know, I think that with the right players, if they draft right, they'll have that defense in the top ten. And, you know, I think Raider Nation needs to be a little bit patient. We're not going to win a Super Bowl next year. Um, you know, I would say our main focus is is not even to be in the playoffs. You know, I mean, of course I want to make the playoffs, but, you know, if if they win seven, eight games next year and, and they're on the rise, I'd be very happy. Um, you know, I think that we need to be patient. We need to get Derek Carr acclimated to his new system with uh, Bill Musgrave, the new offensive coordinator. At first, I wasn't too stoked about that guy, but I do like certain things about him. Uh, he's had Fred Taylor, Maurice Jones-Drew in their prime. Uh, he had he was offensive coordinator when Adrian Peterson rushed for 2,000 yards. So I think you know if, if Latavius Murray you know gets gets going, uh, this guy he's going to do a, a phenomenal job, uh, you know getting Latavius Murray the ball. Also, uh, in terms of free agents, a couple guys, you know, everyone keeps saying Indomitian and Indomitian Sue, I've been saying for years that I think this guy is, you know, uh, a Raider at heart, and however, I don't want the Raiders to commit $20 million to a player each year. Um, you know, I don't really care too much about the, you know, on-the-field troubles, he, he just plays nasty, but... You know, I think instead of paying endowmicn suit 20 million a year, I would like to go get Terrence Knighton and uh, I't which I believe he wants uh, six million a year over five years. so a thirty million dollar contract. You know, I would rather also go look at an end, you know, such as uh, Jason Pierre Paul, but I do believe he's going to get franchised by the Giants. Um, I would really like them to look at Greg Hardy, you know he got his off the field issues taken care of, and the guy the you know, he didn't play last year, but I believe one game, but, you know, he had 15 sacks the the year before that. Um, I think they need to hit it out of the park in this draft. Um, I think that instead of taking Cooper because of the depth in this draft, they should trade down and, you know, try and pick up a a D lineman and and maybe also an offensive lineman or, you know, just, and, and then in the second take a wide receiver. Um, free agent wise, I would like them to look at, um, Mike Upati from the 49ers. Uh, he's a mauler in the run game, uh, a great run blocker. Um, I would also like them to take a look at Brandon Spikes from the Buffalo Bills, plug him in their defense with C.O. Moore and Khalil Mack. Um, I don't think they should get anyone over 30 with the possible exception of a quarterback such as Tremont Williams from the Packers. Wide receiver, obviously, you know, Cobb or Macklin. They're on the rise finally, and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I just think that they need to have one more good draft. You know, they still need about seven, eight, nine starters on their team, and, you know, they need to draft at least four starters like they did last year. With that said, I'm pretty stoked about about this podcast, and, uh, you know, I look forward to being a regular caller, and go Raider Nation.
1: First off, welcome to the Raider Nation podcast family. I love your call. It's great. Got a lot of good wisdom in there, brother. Keep it up. Uh, I don't know about Lapati. I think he's an injury-prone player. Other than that, I agree with everything, especially Sue. I think if we pay him too much money, uh, it's not going to be good for our team in the future. It will make an impact for sure, but let's not throw everything out there, um, spend all our money in one place. I'm not digging that at all. A uh, very wise move. I uh, welcome your phone calls in the future, brother. I'm glad you found us. Uh, and that's pretty cool. And thanks for the props, by the way. And our next caller, R.J., the Raider Junkie. You know him. <laughs> I love this guy. What's up, brother? <laughs>
9: What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? This is RJ from East Lydia, The Raider Junkie calling in. Just heard the podcast. Great show, great show, man. I like that take from Juan, man. That was very touching, that very inspirational. But that was great. That was really good. Good show, great show. I like some of the calls. As always, there's always great calls. Hey, I just want to touch basically you guys. You know after this uh, post-Super Bowl shit, I really didn't give a crap, you know. All I want is a few bucks, you know. Got lucky on the numbers, big deal, you know. I could give a shit about it. But, hey, it
10: is what it is, you know. It's a Brady show, and I'm getting tired of seeing this shit.
9: But, uh, forget the ball, man. Let's just go for forward. Let's look forward. I, I like that call from uh, with the Raider Hyman, man. He's all excited. He's all up. He's ready to go for this year, bro. And I am too, man. We got a good... I think we got a good coaching staff going. We got a good mix. I I, I think with our offense, we could, like you're saying, on, on defense, we got to tighten up on defense in there. Uh, I don't know we can maybe draft somebody, get some free agents in there. I know Susan it cost a lot of money. I was thinking more maybe like uh, that uh, defensive tackle from... Um, uh, the Giants, uh, Pierre Paul, maybe, I don't know how old he is, but, you know, maybe get somebody around there. Uh, I know there's some defensive linemen going to be out there. We we could sure pick up another one, maybe a linebacker, because I'm not too sure if Nick Roach is coming back. And Simo with his injury, you know, he had a major hip injury, you know, and uh, I just hope we got a both Jackson and where, you know, it's a career ending. I hope not. If, Hey, he's gonna come back. I hope he sure does. Cause fuck, man, we really need his pass, man. And, I mean, it could have been a lot better if Roach would have been in there. You know, he, he was gone for more than half the year, so who knows what how it could have been? You know, with Roach in there in the middle, Cepeda, so you know, Burrs. You know, he held his own, but he's only so much, you know. But anyway, I just I'm, I'm excited like to, like like Ivy here, man. Hey, I I think we're gonna do good this year. I I think we just coaching staff. And the, and the way we can get this mix going, I could see some wins. I could see maybe even going maybe six and ten, maybe seven and nine playoffs. Oh, buddy, you beat the playoffs. I think that's a bonus right there. Anything beyond that is, is like a, way above our expectations because you know what? For Del Rio to come in with the staff, we got to gel. It's going to take a little time. So, I, you just can't see us. Oof. You know, with a 7 party schedule. Getting in there to into the playoffs will be kind of tough, but hey, as um, it, as far as as our, as our uh, offense, we need a receiver. I know everybody's kind of I don't know, like you were saying, about Cooper, but there's other wide receivers out there. You know, uh, we do definitely definitely need a playmaker. So hopefully, we can get pick one up somewhere, even if we have to go you know free agent style. But there's going to be a lot of them out there, man. And we got the money, so I hope we spend it wisely. And uh, you know what, Raider Nation, if anybody is uh, getting ready for this pre-season, uh, pre, uh, pre, uh, pre uh, season, uh, I guess, uh, off-season stuff going down, because there's a lot of shit going down, especially like in April over here by Dodger Stadium, the LA Boosters are... Raiders trying to bring them back here, even though it's not going to help, because I, I love it. I wish they'd stay in Oakland, man. I hope they get that deal done. It looks like the council is finally uh, starting to make some moves over here, so hopefully they can get something done by the end of next year, because I want them to stay there in Oakland, man. I don't want them over here in LA. I would love them to just stay where they're at. So uh, let's see what happens on that. But, hey, they're going to have a bonfire down here in uh July 18th, so if anybody ain't doing out there, last year was a great one, this year is going to be the 7th annual, so if you all ain't doing anything, come down, spend the day at the beach with the Raider family, bring the kids and everybody, do some barbecuing, hang out. So, hey, Raider Nation, I got to let you go, got to go back to work, you know, some of us do work, but hey, eh, we got to do what we got to do, buddy. So, hey, talk to you guys later, hope to see you down at the Bonfire, later.
1: RJ, my very good friend, certainly hardcore Raider Nation, and the bonfire in Southern California at Bolsa Chica Beach in July is a rage. Now, I can see it. It goes for miles, literally. Uh, The Raiders take over the beach. It's a great party. Certainly be promoting that a lot more this year because I know it's good. I think Arakpo is the guy we got to go for uh, as free agent, man, because this guy is the real deal i love his character his tenacity and uh as far as defensive players go he's my number 1 pick above sue even cuz his value for what you get uh you can't you can't replace that as far as linebackers go um uh, pierre paul's been been uh, uh tagged so he's not going to be on the market so I hope Reggie's smart. I hope he uh, spends his money wisely because the last couple times free agency, he's been a real turd. We all know that. I just hope he's smarter. And as far as our wins this year, uh, you know what? I'd love to see us go 500. I think that would be leaps and bounds. But like you said, got a new coaching staff, got a lot of new things going down in the building, and that's usually uh, signs of uh, instability because you're not quite settled. So for us, a good season will be 500. I'd love to see it, and especially this year, special year. I really don't care what our record is. i got to tell you the truth. I'm just glad the Raiders are in Oakland, and we have an opportunity to see them here in our own backyard. I love the call, brother. Thank you very much. Next, we have Rada Joe up in z Country, <laughs> I'm sorry, bro, but I know what it's like. Those fans are well; they are who they are. What's up, man?
11: Yo, Raider Nation, this is Raider Joe up in Seacock Country. Just wanted to hit up on a few things. First off, we need to be getting rid of some of these wasted talent running backs we got, man. We need to pick up from Adrian Peterson. No, get rid of friggin' Darren McFadden. What a joke, man. This guy's had his time. He's had his chance. Cut him loose. Too much money. Too much waste of time, man. Let it go. We need to stand up and be the Raiders of old, man. Start breaking some bones. Knocking some skulls around. Let's make some people fear the nation instead of laughing at us. I'm tired of it. All these sea cocks up here talking crap all the time. All they do is run their mouths. But you know what? They don't know what it's like being a real fan. Raider Nation, we stand true. We always are true. Raider Nation, stand up. Let's be real. Raider Nation, out. This is Raider Joe. Peace.
1: I, too, believe the Raiders will gain much respect with a beat your face in defense. Uh, the days of us being feared on the defensive side of the ball have long gone. It's time to re-get the, get that back again so that other teams are afraid (laughs) to play Oakland. Uh, And I've always thought that, and I do think that is very true, especially in this draft or in the free agent cycle. We really have to concentrate on our defense. Our offense, we need a few parts. We need a good running back and maybe a receiver, and then we can see what happens. But uh, we certainly need a defense to crush other teams to get after people That's the Raider way. I look forward to that happening. Uh, Let's see what happens at free agency, but, man, I'm excited to be a Raider. Lots of good things going on, Uh, and those Seacock fans, dude, you know as well as I do that just a couple of years ago, the stadium was freaking empty, so don't give me that crap about I've always been a fan. That's some bullshit. And our next caller, you know him as well as I do. Very cerebral, my one of my favorite callers for sure. That would be Obi Wan Raider.
12: You do not know the power of the dark
9: side. <laughs> What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, Obi One Raider calling in from Magnolia, Texas. Just wanted to touch on a couple of quick hits. Uh, about nine o'clock last night, Central Standard Time, getting ready to uh, get in the shower, and I get a call from my buddy out in Los Angeles. Hey man, turn on NFL Network right now. I turn on NFL Network, and lo and fucking behold, what do you see? A press conference a news excerpt that the San Diego nutless, boatless Chargers and the Oakland Raiders are teaming up for a new stadium valued at $1.7 billion in Carson, which is about half a mile from my old alma mater, Cal State Dominguez Hills. Now, it says that both teams are committed to finding uh, long-term answers in their city, but this just shows right here that, and I know I've been on Mark Davis' ass, This shows he's a lot more flexible than his father. Everyone knows Al wouldn't share a stadium with anyone, let alone the fucking Chargers. But it shows the power of the dark side. The Chargers know they're not getting the fucking stadium. The way shit's going in Oakland right now, as much as we hate to admit it, guys, Oakland's not giving uh, the Raiders a new stadium. They're going to be working simultaneously on this area. It's going to be up for 405. And the Lamo Boulevard, which is a stone's throw from Cal State Dominguez Hills, I—I'm I, just amazed right now, to be honest with you, great Gregory, Randy. Who would have ever thunk it? I mean, wow! Now that takes care of that. Now touching on free agency, I think you're right. You After listening to the Rob, the last podcast, Randy, great. and Dominick, Sue plays and does what he wants when he wants. You know, it might be worth a roll of the dice. But for some reason, I keep picturing Tommy Kelly. After we gave him that big-ass contract, he played like shit. Before, he was undrafted, and he played hard out for the Raiders. And I think soon into that point in his career, I don't know if it would be the same thing. I do recommend picking up Terrence Knight from Denver. You put him in the middle of Big Jelly and another draft pick, and I think they can wreck some Um uh, Now, as far as wide receiver, I'll take Cobb and Macklin. Via free agency. I don't fucking want Michael Crabtree. I remember that fucking two-faced bastard sitting there when the Raiders picked VHB. And his voice goes, oh, man, just be lucky you're not going to the Raiders. He goes, yeah, that's right, not the Raiders. Fuck you, Crabtree. You're still Richard Sherman's bitch anyway, bro. Uh, Cornerback in free agency, I'll pick up Tremont Williams from Green Bay. We need to re-sign with I like the move of Howard going back to right tackle. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking putting him in guard. If he beats out watching at right tackle, you can move, you know, like Washington like in the guard. He's not athletic enough all the time to play right tackle, but he'd be an overly athletic guard, which would help solidify the line. Wisniewski, wake the fuck up, bro. Steve, talk to your son, all right? You are not going to get this multi-gazillion-dollar contract that you think you're going to fucking get, dude. You are not a top-tier sinner. It's a three-year deal right now with the option for us to go ahead and give you more money in a little bit. Um, Draft scenario, first four picks, round one for me. I mean, rounds one through four. Uh, I said we go with defense. I think you're right. Our defense is closer than our offense. You get Williams if he's there. Get uh, from USC, get Nelson Algalor. And I'm, I'm getting on the Gurley train. I'm getting on the Todd Gurley train from Georgia. If he's there in the third round, that is a fucking steal. Fourth-round pick, Tyvon Branch has been hurt for the last two years. I say we pick up that uh, safety out of Samson. He is a thumper. He will light your ass up, plus he can play all three linebacker positions. Scenario number two, I say that we pick up uh, White from West Virginia. If we go wide receiver, not Cooper. Cooper had a hell of a lot more talent around him in Alabama, and we've been fooled before by an Alabama project. Can anyone remember that fucking worthless piece of shit, Mike linebacker McLean, he's a dick, bro. White had a lot less around him. He contested balls. He set there and ran better routes. He's taller and faster and has better hands. In the second round, I say we get Nelson Aguilar, go back to back receiver if we end up going that way to begin with. We get Gurley in the third round again, and then the fourth round I'll pick up that Casey from Samson. I know it's a lot greater, Greg, greater, Randy. Again, I just want to say thank you guys for all you do for the podcast and let me know your thoughts. One love, Raider Nation. Obi-Wan Raider,
11: out.
1: Like I said, cerebral is a freaking understatement. Obi-Wan Raider is a true diehard Raider fan uh, in Texas. Uh, he stands up tall for the Raider Nation and he's pretty damn smart at that. So let me touch on a few things. on An Adama Sue. I totally see Tommy Kelly. It's funny you should say that. I didn't want to go there, but I just see a guy who's gonna get a ton of money to go to another team. His heart really not in there. I uh, too much twenty three twenty five million a year. Ah uh, no, man, we can get a couple of real good players for that money. And when you say Tommy Kelly, makes me my stomach turn because that guy was a piece of shit, lazy ass. I do believe White is a better receiver. I said before, I'm not sold on this Cooper kid. A lot of fluff, but I like White way better for every reason. Also, our defense needs to be really solidified a few ways. I think Knighton, and I haven't mentioned his name, and thanks for bringing it up because I think Terrence Knighton is one of the top free agent picks out on the market. Very undersold right now. We should get in there and take his ass and then draft defense, defense, defense in the draft. We need a Mike linebacker uh, because we lost our really good linebacker uh, as well. So we got a lot of things to do on defense. But uh, with a couple things, really, we could really solidify our pass rush. And, you know, those slant passes that are killing us every game. You know, uh, Superman ain't the man for that middle job. Uh, And he showed that last year and so we need to get someone in there who is better defending the pass quicker has faster hips and can leap a little bit better than Miles Burris for sure. Love the call. Love the comments, bro. Uh, As far as a stadium sharing it with uh, the chargeless boltless nutless chargers. I don't see it. I don't think it's going to happen. If anything, we're going to be an NFC and an AFC team in there. And no, they're not going to change from the NFC to the AFC or vice versa. That ain't going to happen, bro. So that's a pipe dream. I <laughs> Another stadium story that uh, I'm just quite fucking sick of it altogether. Thanks for the call. And always the props, bro. Much love, my man. And our next caller, my good brother, the Desert Raider or better yet, what's going on, Sid?
4: <laughs> what up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Sid, aka the Desert Raider. Okay, first thing,
9: I don't give a fuck about the Combine. That's a bunch of bullshit. Uh you can't figure out who the fuck you want already, then you know, fuck it. Combine's good to see if people are healthy. And if they're, if they're psycho. Other than that, you know, I don't give a shit how fast they are. They're not wearing pads. i give it a fuck. All right. One other thing. What the fuck? The Raiders sharing a fucking stadium with the Chargers? I don't motherfucking think so. That's the biggest bunch of bullshit ever. What a fucking joke that is. And then I see the fucking press conference. These fucking dickheads from the City of Commerce. I don't know if he's the fucking mayor or a councilman or whoever the fuck he is. He fucking shows up with a fucking... He fucked up a Raiders jersey is what he did. He fucking attached the fucking Chargers jersey to it. Made it one of those half and half bullshit. What a fucking dick. I saw that and I saw a Raiders jersey attached to a fucking Chargers jersey. I wanted to fucking punch that motherfucker right in the face. You are a fucking dick. You thought you were real clever. Oh, I'll just, I'll just appease both fan bases. Fuck you. You just pissed all of us off, you fucking asshole. You know, I don't know about the fucking Chargers. I don't give a shit about them. But the fucking Raiders don't fucking roll that way. We don't fucking share shit with anyone, all right? Especially the fucking Chargers. God damn it. All right, enough of that shit. Hey, uh, Ken Norton Jr., I like it. I like that. I have a little history with his old man, the champ. Uh, Short story, uh, back in the day I had to photograph uh, Ken Norton and James Worthy at uh, Price Club in Inglewood years ago. Price Club, remember that place? So, uh, anyways, Ken 10 time that they brought us a, a tray of sandwiches because we were starving, and it was like ten sandwiches on this tray. And me and James, you know, we went and grabbed one, and then Ken Norton just took the rest of the tray and just pulled it right towards him, put his arms around it like he was protecting it. So me and James, we had our sandwiches. Yeah, that's pretty good. And Ken Norton's just sitting there slamming these things down. Man, food's just flying out of his face. He's talking and stuff, and and. Uh, me and James are like, yeah, we're cold. We don't need any more. And he's like, that's right, because these sandwiches are mine. And he ate eight sandwiches in the same time that me and James ate one each. You know what? That's the kind of hunger that his son needs to have as our defensive coordinator. He needs to kick ass. He needs to kick the shit out of everybody on our defense and get him going. I think he's the right fit. I like that. All right, man, drafts coming up. We're gonna pick who We're gonna pick. You know what? I'm back and forth. I want a fucking receiver. Now I want some fucking more defense. Our defense will kick ass. All right, and we cannot whiff on this fucking draft. I'm getting excited. Fucking Raider Nation, man. We're all right there. Fuck the Chargers. Fuck the City of Commerce. Let's go Raider Nation. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, thank you for the fucking podcast. It kicks ass. It comes right at the right time. All right, man. We'll see you guys. Raider Nation out.
1: First, let me thank you for the props again, bro. You know you're a part of the show. You always have been since your first phone call, man. Ken Norton, I have a story too. He had a a place where he used to train out in Hemet, California, right? I could walk to it from my house. And so I used to go there and watch him spar, and then he used to go inside the town and go to the clubs. (laughs) True story, bro. A beast to say the least. I don't remember seeing his son around. I wish I would have. It would have been cool to meet his son then. But, uh, yeah, the guy was quite a beast. As far as this jersey goes, I'm glad you brought it up. Um, What fucking idiot would put a Raider and a Charger jersey together? Evidently, this bonehead has no clue of the hatred between these fan bases. He definitely is... A clueless, typical clueless government, a uh, lion sack of crap. So I'm not putting much water in that bucket on uh, City of Commerce, whatever. Uh, at this point, I'm over everywhere we're going to move. I already went through that in this story, I mean in this show. So I appreciate your call, man. It's an exciting time for us. Can't wait to see uh, some moves being made. Let's go, veggie. Do not vegetate at this point. We got a lot of things to take care of, bro. Thanks for the call again, Brown. And from Temecula, California, my old stomping grounds, our next caller, a very solid Raider fan, Raider Giovanni. What's up, bro? Hey,
13: Raider Greg. This is uh, Giovanni calling in from uh, Marietta, Raider Gio. Um giving you a call back i know last time when i called in i was pretty uh kind of upset about uh that musgrave hire but i just i mean mute that just came out really didn't know too much about musgrave um but uh after all you know what i mean do a little more investigating you know more research and it's, it's a good move you know i do like it you know what i mean it's just i think i have a mindset on and, and whatnot you know what i mean so it kind of threw me off because he came out of nowhere but uh but, oh, I think it was a good hire. Definitely. You know, I, I agree with all of you. It was a good hire. I did only thing in question is, you know I mean, is play calling. But, you know, time will tell. But uh, other than that, you know what I mean, I'm excited about the free agency. A lot of good players out there. Um, I mean, my thoughts were maybe picking up Knighton. You know what I mean? I, I think he should come at a decent price tag. Nothing crazy. I think maybe not as good as Sue, but he won't want to spend as much. And, you know, he, he's good to fill in his needs. That's perfect. And then, maybe, well, we'll start with good enough money, I think we should have the Julius Thomas. I think the Julius Thomas, Nyan, and a good running back. I think that would be awesome to maybe draft a, a, a good wide receiver. You know what I mean? Because of a lot of receivers, good wide receivers, coming out of the draft this year. I think we should get, get a receiver in the draft. You know what I mean? Pick up a, a great tight end, Julius Thomas. He's still young. I think that, what, he's only in his second contract. So, you know what I mean? He's going to be young. He can stick around for many years. Go in uh put an eye in to help in the defense. Um you know, we have the money to spend some cast. I heard that Reggie McKenzie slowly well, was saying this: he doesn't wanna he doesn't he doesn't have to he doesn't feel the need to bring in so many players and I mean, he wants to get some impact players, so I'm hoping that's the case. Just a thought that crossed my mind, you know what I mean? I know AT has some uh, Adrian Peterson has some history with Musgrave back in Vikings. I mean, that would be cool. Just an idea. I don't know if that would ever happen, but, uh, I mean, I like Murray back there, but he's still a little bit of a question mark. But either way, I mean, I think this free agency, no matter what, is it's important. It's huge because there's a lot of good players out there, impact players, young players coming off their second contract, and we have the money to spend. And I know we have to spend it because I know about NFL League. Every team has to spend so much um, in a certain amount of time, and I know we're way under that. Either way... We have to spend some money. So I hope we spend it wisely, you know. Just pay the money up. Let's get these players down there. Let's make a run for it. But, uh, you know what I mean? I'm just really stoked. Um, I'm excited to see what's going to materialize, you know what I mean, after this free agency. Um, yeah, but I just got done listening to your podcast. It was awesome. You know, Thanks to you, Randy, for, uh, you know, seeing what you guys do. You guys give us the news. You guys give us our fix during off season. That's about it, man get this in
1: weekend. Go Raiders. Yeah, Terrence Knighton once again, his name comes up. We must get him. And Thomas as well. I mean, I'm not hearing very much from the Raiders. Uh, I'm seeing a lot going on. I mean, the Jets picked up Marshall. That was a great trade for a fifth rounder. But I'm not hearing much other than Sue, and I'm honestly not impressed with Sue. And I think if he makes that deal with Sue, that will be his last deal, and we'll be stuck with it for you know five years until we can have somebody else pick it up. Or uh, we're gonna be giving this guy guaranteed money up the ass, and I just don't think he's worth that much. So I hope Veggie is smarter than he, he was last couple free agents, but you know what? I don't have a lot of faith in our GM, but he's gotta spend eighty percent. So let's get to spending, and it's not spend it all in one place. I hope that's not what happens, because if it is, you know, we are so screwed. Uh, Not a good move. So that's my opinion anyway. Appreciate the call and the props, bro. And from Los Angeles, California, our next caller, E.D., a.k.a. the Double O Radar. What's going on, brother?
0: Hey, how y'all doing? Thought i will report in. This is E.D. from L.A. A.K.A. Double-O Raider. Just wanted to let's, let's give, give a shout-out. I hope the Raiders could do something with the, with the stadium thing. They come to L.A., they come to Carson. It's all good. I don't care. I'm a to with one open arms. It's time for the Raiders to do something because the O.D.C. was a dump. It's a jacked-up motherfucking thing. And uh, it hurts me for the, for the Raiders to be playing in 2015 on a baseball dirt infield. Not my team, not my team. My my team deserves the best motherfucking goddamn stadium in the entire nation. And that's what pisses me off. Not a a stadium that's a memorial to the fans, a museum to the fans, a respect to the fans. I had to give that shout out. And if it takes them to come to Carson for us to upgrade, to start making money and uh, take the Raider Nation to the next – uh, level and that's what the it, it, That's what it's gonna have to take. And I'm out. It's Ed from L.A. A.K.A. Double O Raider. Later. Well,
1: I respect your opinion, brother. Personally, I don't want him to move to L.A. I know it's a possibility uh, because I like to come to the games at the Coliseum, uh, and I do not think it's a shithole because I go to every game. Uh, I think that it's a great venue. It's got great transportation. It's got all the avenues to get to. Yes, it's old, brother, but it's home, man. And to call it a shithole and all that shit, dude, you don't go, so you don't know. No disrespect, man, but you better be careful what you wish for because you could be looking at the St. Louis Raiders if you're not careful. Now, if they move to Carson, they build a big monstrosity down there. I'll go to the games. I'll go to a few games anyway. And uh, because I'm not going to be able to afford the whopping PSL that they're going to have to stick on a ticket. So be careful what you ask for. Uh, Honestly, they belong in in Oakland. That's their home. I understand your passion and how you're feeling. But uh, they were never really the Raiders of Los Angeles, even though they were there for a short time. They started here, brother. Uh, But if they go to Carson power to you, you're closer but you better dig deep for some dollars bro because it's going to cost a ton of money to sit your ass in a seat there and let me just tell you another thing you should buy a few tickets for this season because you will never get a better value for your dollar as to come to Oakland and see the game at home here and really understand what the Coliseum is all about because I don't think you know From what you're saying, doesn't sound like an educated man in the facts here about the Coliseum. Appreciate the call, man. And our next caller is Raider Red from Southern Illinois. What's going on, my frozen ass Raider brother?
14: (laughs) Raider Greg, Raider Randy. What's up, man? Appreciate all you do. This is Raider Red here, Southern Illinois. And, uh, Raider Nation, man, it gets exciting every day. Uh, I'm going to keep this short. It's my third year listening to the podcast, and, man, I appreciate all, all you guys do for this thing. That's about the only bit of news that I can get besides uh, scouring the internet. But it's, in, uh, it's nice to listen to. Um, you know, monthly contributor, man, and I'm, I'm proud to be able to do that. I uh, wish it could be more, but anyhow, Raider News, man, uh, what do we do? We get a Dominic uh if we can pack that guy and, and bring him on in, I think it'll be a great addition. I think our defense looks real good at that point. and And, uh, you know, we hear a little bit more Raiders on the ESPN news because it'll be a hell of a move. Um, That's on the defensive side. On offensive side, Adrian Peterson. Don't think we're going to get him. He likes Jerry Jones, and Jerry Jones loves him. So he's going to Dallas. I'm pretty sure about that. I don't think Marshawn Lynch is going to play anymore. He may get another year contract at Seattle, a nice little uh, hook up, and, and that will be his uh, thing there with Seattle. What do we do with uh, – do we get the Marco Murray from, from Dallas? They won't need him. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of cute having the Murray boys in the backfield, but uh, let's be honest about it. Who knew about the Marco Murray before last year? Not a lot. He's injury prone, and I don't want another uh, big fragile for sure. I don't want McFragile anymore, period. I think his days are done. But, uh, you know, we need a receiver. Who do we picked up? Amari Cooper or Kevin White, who looks good, but he's a gamble. I think Amari is a good, safe bet. And, uh, you know, I like everything that Jack Del Rio has done so far. I think he's done a fantastic fucking job with all his picks. Uh, how much play is Reggie McKenzie going to have on this next draft? He did great on the last one, but the ones before that sucked ass. So, that being said, man, that's going to keep it at that. I don't really have a whole lot to add. Maybe just put out some questions if it hasn't been talked about already. And, and that's it, man. Love the Raider Nation, man. It's going to be a great year. It's going to be a fucking great year. It's got to be a great year. we got to spend that money. we got to spend the money. So, something's got to happen good. Raider Nation for life. I'm out.
1: First of all, thank you for the props on the show, brother. We certainly appreciate it. Kevin White's my pick. Uh, I'm not Cooper fan. I just don't think that he's got what it takes. I think White has all the intangibles, and he catches the ball. He's got great route running and excellent speed. Um, I like him better all the way around. I'm not sold on DeMarco Murray uh, at all. I think Adrian Peterson will come to Oakland for the right money. And I think that Musgrave could influence him a little more than you think. I'd love to see Peterson and silver and black. What a splash that would be. Uh, if we can get three or four solid free agents that we can keep for a few years uh, to build on, oh my gosh, he would be a great part of the Raiders. And uh, I know everybody wants to go to the Cowgirls. I don't think that, um, well, I just don't think that that's a, a good move for him uh but could be it might be the the thing he wants to do Uh, we are definitely not the golden children of the nfl so not too many people do want to come here sue is a reach and that's a stretch and that's all our money and that's a no thank you for me appreciate the props bro thanks for the call man and our next caller much respected much love the prez is in the house I love it, brother. What's up? I know it's cold.
15: Raider Nation, how's it going? What's going on at Mr. Randy and Raider Greed? This is the prayer from RNOM on this is cold, wintry day. Just Happy, just happy as hell, you know, just feeling good because I know the Raiders is on their way to dominance, and it's really looking very, very good there. What more can I say? I'm sitting here looking at the prospects and the possible. The combine was pretty impressive, and looks like we can't go wrong either way. I mean, I'll take Kevin White. I'll take Cooper. Now, damn sure we'll look that kid from out of USC who wants to be a Raider, you know. That's pretty ballsy, of a young man, but, hey, he wants to be a Raider. And in return, we like to have them also, too. And with that being said, I'm not going to stretch it out too long, if I'm grateful to be on here. Um, The beefing with the Raider Nation, man, come on, y'all, listen. It's out of your hands. And uh, quite frankly, you know, I'm a Raider fan, and we know we love our Raiders and stuff, but whatever happens, happens. You got no control over it. It's just a matter of time where fate rears its ugly head. And there should definitely be no division between and Nation, regardless of what. You know, it's kind of sad to see that. You know, you read and it's getting uglier and uglier and uglier by the moment, though. But, hey, you know, I know everybody wants to rate us at their place. And at the end of the day, it can only be one place that they're going to go. And it's either you're going to like it or not. And with that being said, Raider Nation, y'all have a good one. I can feel it in my bones that this is going to be the year. And I had made a post stating, you know, in one of the um, groups. For the first time in a long time, I really feel like we on to something. I didn't get that sense last year. I kind of hoped it would, but I just wasn't really motivated. And then that damn coach also, too. That's a whole other story. But this year, man, I really see it. That is for real. Shout out to all the Raiders around. One love, one Raider Nation. Take care.
1: See, there's the wisdom of the president. You know, here's a guy who gets it. And really, for me, like I said, I'd love to have him stay in Oakland because it's home for me. But um, I don't care where they go. As long as they're happy, uh, I'm going to go there and watch some games. I'll also see him on TV. A lot of Raider on Raider violence. A lot of hatred going on on the Internet. A lot of brave souls behind those keyboards. I know. But once the dust settles, wherever they go, we're all going to be going back to being just plain old Raider fans wherever they may end up. It's going to be hard to see the St. Louis or San Antonio Raiders, but whatever, Uh, as long as they continue to play, uh, they will be my team. And uh, if you're a Raider fan, you're my brother and sister, period. That's all. Uh, A lot of wisdom. Very well said, my brother. Thank you so much. Our next caller is probably in the coldest place in the world right now. From Canada, the Maritime Raider is in the house. What is up, my brother?
9: Ray
10: Greg, Raider Randy. This is Maritime Raider. i from St. John's Brunswick, Canada. i got to say I love our coaching. We got enough experience hired for, like, Methuselah's age, I don't know, Lazarus, like years and years of experience as a coach. I think for the draft, we need to trade down. We need to take that pick and let somebody else have it, go down lower, pick up a wide receiver. There's a bunch of them available. And then we need to we need to spend some money on free agency to sign like three or four really good guys. I think that we can do that. Like we got sixty million dollars. I'm not saying Sue. I don't know. He's twenty two million or something ridiculous. But we need to sign some guys that we're going to spend like ten, twelve, fifteen, eighteen million dollars to get them, and they're going to make a difference and they're going to bolster stuff. I think Latavius Murray is really promising. And then Carr, Mac, and Jelly, well, those positions are filled. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, we've had 11 feet of snow this year. And one of the only things that keeps me sane is listening to the Raider podcast. Because when you've got snow banks that are 10, 12, 14 feet high, you need something to keep you sane. And I think about the Raiders. I listen to them while I'm shoveling that snow. Go Raiders, Go. I'm out.
1: Well thank you for the props, brother. It's always appreciated for sure. Randy and I certainly um certainly love it. Honestly. Um and for you being uh where you are with fourteen foot snow drifts, bless you just for living there, because I couldn't hang. <laughs> That's freaking crazy, bro. I do believe that trading down in the draft is a possibility, uh, depending on this Mariota thing, and the Eagles look like they're shedding every player that they have. Uh, they might be looking to trade all the way up to that fourth spot for their quarterback. So we could be looking at some um, an epic trade down. That would be certainly awesome. We need to have as good a draft as last year or better. And having more picks gives us more choices. We might not get the players at the top, but we will get great players all the way through the draft. There's no bums really in there. Uh, So we always do better in the later rounds anyway. And having two threes or two twos or three twos and a couple of fives, and that could really uh, set us up for success uh, in the future. Uh, For sure. So trading down, especially with the Eagles, would be an epic deal for the Raiders. Thanks for the call, brother. And stay warm. You know what I mean. Our next caller is the Raider Optimist. I love it. I love the tag, bro. What's going on?
12: Hey, Raider Nation. What's going on? Raider Optimus here. Free agency coming up. It's looking good. March 10th. It's getting to the point. It's cutting to the chase. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be nice, man. It's going to be nice. It's going to dictate what we are going to do, what we're going to do in the draft. I really believe that. I truly do. if we if we start loading up on wide receivers you know if we get if we get Jeremy Macklin or if we get Randall Cobb you know or if we get Andre Johnson and Randall Cobb if we get a couple wide receivers you can forget uh draft that where you can just assume that we're going to draft defensively folks in in uh, in this coming April because there's a lot of good defensive players out there. And like I hear people talking about on the Raider bone line here, there's a, there's a lot of receivers that are going to be available top notch receivers uh, in the first round and second round. There's like, a, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of them, you know, Devonte Parker, uh, the, you know, there's a lot of top level receivers that you you know, that we wouldn't have to pay so much money for with a high first round pick. So, Seriously, if we, if we, what we do in free agency, when you know we got a ton of money, baby, Raider Optimus is happy about that. Ton of money, a lot of spending, spread it around. Uh, you know, get a, keep Wisniewski. Don't let another Raider lineman go, please. I don't care what you think is good out there, McKenzie. Keep Wisniewski, please. Uh, and, 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 uh, and let's rock and roll with that. Keep yeah, keep the guys that are you know they're they're true to the game. You know, they're true to to the Raiders. That's going to dictate what we do in the draft. So there's going to be there's a lot of players. There's free safeties. There's defensive linemen. Uh, that, that's a good. Uh, there's offensive linemen in this draft. Or what we could do, and this is a I think could be a good deal. Cleveland needs a quarterback. You know, they got McC- they just signed McCown. But they're going to need a quarterback. You know, they obviously Johnny Manziel isn't working out. He's a rehab boy. I've been reading some of the uh, the well, some of the uh, stories over there in their paper over there in Cleveland, and they're man, they're kicking themselves in the ass for not drafting Derek Carr uh, to be their quarterback because now they got Manziel, so they're stuck with that problem. So I'm saying, I'm digressing a little bit, but I'm saying well, the point is they got two first rounders in the top 20 how about we trade with them and if they really want that quarterback that quarterback the quarterback they is going to be there for them uh, they can have mariota and they're already working with their quarterback coach then so called working with mariota so if raiders could get those two first round picks those two in the top 20 picks then you can build even more you get man imagine what we could do with that So, take a deep breath, and uh, this is, I can't believe how nice it's looking for the Raiders, you know, Uh, how how bright everything is, it's weird, it's like, you know, the world's going to shit, getting all crappy, and the Raiders are doing great, right? All right, all right, all right, guys, man, happy, 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 Raider Nation, we have a lot to be happy about, man. Got our coaches, Rod Woodson. Oh, man, are you kidding me? Defensive corner, we got uh, Ken Norton. Oh, man, you kidding me? Mr. Passion on passion, coaching up these guys' energy. That's going to save Jack Del Rio uh, from having to exert a lot of energy out there because he was once one of those guys. But... Uh, He's not gonna have to do that anymore. Now he's he's the, he's more the manager now, man, the CEO. But he's tough, man. He still kick ass if he has to do it because he's got that in him. But he's got guys around him now that, oh man, that can run that run that program real good. So it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be good. Uh, Damien Bruce, kiss
11: you can kiss ass. Stephen A. You can kiss ass.
12: And anybody that uh, who's paid to uh, have a hate take against the Raiders can kiss ass. And uh, that's all i got to say about that, as Raider Greg would say. All right, my Raider brothers and sisters, this is Caleb the Raider optimist on this beautiful March 4th day, six days to the free agency, and uh, it is looking good, man. Okay, y'all, have a great, great, great time. Be safe.
1: Out. I like your take, especially with the Browns. I know they're kicking themselves in the Brown hole right now because they didn't take Derek Carr. (laughs) So if we get those two picks, if they want Mariota, man, see, there's another scenario. Uh, There's a lot of possibilities in this draft. So that'll be fun. It'll be a fun day for the Raiders no matter what, as long as he doesn't pick some bonehead we never heard of before. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about our staff. I'm pumped about this year. I can see and hear all the Raider Nation being very, very excited about our direction. And also, mainstream idiots like Stephen A. Scratch My Ass Smith um, will be singing the praises of Oakland very soon. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, my very good brother, the the prince, the king, the knight, the crusader raider, my very good friend, our very good friend, great friend of the show, and well, an all-around excellent human being. What is going on, my brother?
16: Hello Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling from London, England. Haven't phoned in for a while, so I thought I'd give you a quick uh, bone line message today. Uh, but the main main news that's coming out of the United States is the ball Raider is 62, and I wanted to take this opportunity to wish uh, Randy uh, a happy birthday via the bone line. Uh, and uh, looking forward to seeing you again, obviously in November when uh, the Crusader Raider makes his annual crusade to the Bay Area, which brings me on to my next point. I know there's a meeting tonight in Oakland uh, regarding the new stadium and uh, we're all keeping our fingers crossed here in the UK that the team stays in the Bay Area and that we get our new stadium whatever size it might be 55,000 60,000 whatever it might be but we've got to stay in Oakland and I know that will upset some of my friends in LA and in South Oakland and other parts of the the, the the US and what have you but you know for us as as fans of the silver and black and international fans travelling uh, across the pond to come to, to see the Raiders this is our home Oakland and this is why we keep coming back and uh, let's hope the deal gets done looking forward to Jack Del Rio and see what he does uh, when it Comes to the draft and the when we when we look at the free agents, what we're going to be doing, uh, I think it's a really really exciting positive time for us. We've had, you know, I say this every year, we're going to do well, but you know we have had some rough times, but at least we had some glimmers of hope last year uh, coming through. Raider Greg, I hope you're well, my friend, and. Uh, I would say uh, keep up the great work, keeping us informed with what's going on and, and, and the comments and uh, everybody else. I'd just encourage anybody, you know, make a little bowline every now and then because uh, it's good to hear people, especially in the off-season. i say November will be the main crusade. I'll be doing the Blitnikoff crab feed as usual. Hopefully all the New York guys will be coming in and other people will be traveling in for that. Uh, the schedule comes out in April when we've got the dates. We can get the planning going. Please keep up with all the information, Greg. Always good to hear your voice. And uh, I say happy birthday, World Raider. Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider. I'm out.
1: You know, I cannot say enough about what a stellar individual Keith Smith is. He has a beautiful family, um, an excellent excellent human being, works with disabled kids. I mean, his heart is right where it should be. Uh, One of my very favorite and most respected friends. Um, And Randy's 62.
10: I've fallen and I can't get up.
1: (laughs) I didn't think you're a day over 35, bro. What have you been lying to me this whole time? Anyway, happy birthday to Randy. Um, And thank you, Keith, so much for just being our friend because you're a hell of a guy. And that is all I have to say about that. And next, my very good brother, Autumn Wind Williams up in the house. The guy is a great Raider fan, great at the tailgates. What a cool cat. What's up, my friend? What's up, Raider Greg and Raider Randy? This is
9: Autumn Wind Williams. Giving you a holiday, and first and foremost, I just want to say happy birthday to both of you guys. I appreciate everything you do for the Raider Nation. Um, last night, I got a, a, a chance to head out to Oakland uh, for the city council meeting, the ERA. That was supposed to be the, uh, the meeting to make a decision on the vote. It was um, paperwork that actually had to get handled first before they made the final decision. I was very disappointed with that, but overall, I liked how the Raider Nation showed up. They not only showed the colors, they expressed that they are the voice of the nation. They let everybody know that we do belong in Oakland. I like how we had each Oakland representatives also representing stating that we need to provide low-income housing on that Coliseum city property, which I do agree on, um, most truly, you know, that, that's my, that's, that's my side the ground. I'm born and raised in East Oakley, man. So I have no choice, but to support something like that. But at at the same time, um, when they allow me to speak, I mentioned how Lou Wolf is the main problem involving Coliseum city. Um, you know, back in 2005, he tried to build ballpark village. And Ballpark Village includes everything that he's opposed to with Coliseum City as far as he wants surface parking. But Ballpark City stated that he wanted garage parking. So um I told everybody that he's the one I need to be dealt with. Not only him, but Nate Miley. Nate Molly is the only one in the Alameda County supervisors that oppose Coliseum City. So We got to get that shit straightened out. Um, My suggestion was to them at uh, City Hall was make the little wolf go down to uh, Estuary Park, which was the original request back in 2012. So hopefully that gets done. The Warriors and the A's, uh, I mean, the Warriors and the Raiders would uh, be at Coliseum City and we have the A's in Estuary Park. To me, that sounds like a great solution for Oakland, man, great solution for the East Bay the Bay Area, period, to provide more jobs, um, everybody in L.A., I just want to let you know I, I don't hate you. I appreciate you because you help put more pressure on the politicians. But at the same time, I dislike how we try to invite everybody all over the Raider Nation, not Oakland, not just L.A., but all over the Raider Nation to come to these events, come to these meetings, express your opinion, that's what get these politicians in order. We, the people, we make the final decision because we control their minds. We would got them in office. So you need to step up. I don't care if you're part of uh, pro-LA or pro-Oakland. If you're not stepping up and you just going on Twitter and Facebook, that ain't causing anything. All it's doing is creating more drama. We're supposed to be the number one strongest, strongest fan base, the Raider Nation. So remember that shit. The Raider Nation is the strongest fan base. So we need to come together. We're trying to get this very – well, we got it very close in um, Oakland right now. So I'm asking everyone, not only L.A., but everyone all across the world, if you're a Raider fan, put that shield on your chest and represent. If we got it close, you can – You can uh, hope for a plan B or hope for a plan C if plan A don't work out in open. What I'm saying is plan A right now, we got it this close. Well, only a few people that we need to straighten up. Y'all need to get on board. Y'all need to get behind us. We need to make sure this shit happens. We want the Coliseum City built in LA. I want y'all to think about this too. I know you had your second rally about jobs. I didn't hear anything mentioned about jobs, but I'm going to look further for that. Um, Coliseum City, obviously, is going to provide more jobs for Californians, not just Oakland, but Californians. So you think about that, okay? You want more jobs in L.A.? We want more jobs in Oakland. This is going to provide more jobs for Californians. So it's time to put up or shut up. Are you with us or against us? This is Raider Nation for life. Autumn Wynn Williams signing out. Oh, by the way, once a Raider, always a Raider. Joe Drew, appreciate your help, even though you didn't really do shit for us. I appreciate you wanting to retire as a Raider. And Tyvon Brett, you know you got much love. I look past your injuries, bro. I'm out.
1: Well, you know, I appreciate you going to those, those meetings. Uh, I appreciate all the fans showing up to those meetings. But like I said, uh, you know what makes a difference is the dollar. And everybody there better be season ticket holders. And if not, you better get your ass in a seat any game uh, to fill up the Coliseum because that's really what they're counting on. Now, the city of Oakland, you know, they cry poor and this and that. Uh, I just think it's a very dysfunctional city. Uh, L.A., they're breaking ground already in Los Angeles, bro. Uh, They might move there. I have no doubt that they're going to move somewhere uh, because Oakland has been dragging their goat-smelling ass for so long, it's ridiculous. Here's how long they've been dragging their ass. Do you know that 27 of the franchises in the NFL have gotten new stadiums since the Raiders and the Rams left Los Angeles? 27. freaking seven because they all threatened to move to los angeles and so their prospective governments city governments got together and got it done well it doesn't look good in oakland because they're inept i've given up on the oakland situation because they're just shitty politicians doing a shitty job that's how it is uh gene kwan talked a lot of horse shit nothing happened Coliseum City would be a great economic boom for the city of Oakland. The city of Oakland is its own worst enemy. It comes down to uh, housing and jobs. That's the last thing on their list. They talk about more police. They got no money, and they got no brains either because if they build this project, the city of Oakland would find a great revitalization of the downtown, and that whole district would be improved immensely. Approve uh, the lives of everybody in that area. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't see the city of Oakland doing anything. They haven't done anything. They got no plan. A lot of jibber jabber, but no structure to what they have to say. And LA and St. Louis and San Antonio all have better plans. And they've just been in the picture for a very short time. So. City of Oakland, I got not much much faith. I hope they figure it out. But to me, the economic engine that makes it all happen is selling seats. we got to fill that stadium up this year. Maybe it won't do anything, but it will do this. It'll show Mark Davis that the Raider fans are willing to put their money where their mouth is, bro. And uh, I love your call, love the passion, and uh, I love the fact you're spending your own time making it so. Uh, thank you for the call, as always, brother. And last but not least, Raider Punch out of one of the warmer places in the country, out of Florida. What's going on, my brother?
15: Hey, Raider Gray. This is Raider Punch coming out of Jacksonville, Florida. Just give you a call to say happy birthday or whatnot. I know the biggest talk is going on right now is uh, Namik Sue coming to uh, Oakland. That will be a big plus, because we do need that kind of bulliness on our defensive line. But off the field thing, I'll probably be worried about or whatever, whatnot. So just giving up my uh, opinion about that or whatever, whatnot. First time calling. So Hopefully next time you probably hear from me later on or whatever. Ready to punch out.
1: First, I appreciate the props and of course the call. It takes a lot to call the bone line, brother. It really does. A lot of people want to call, but they don't. They don't know. Blah blah blah. I want everyone to call in the bone line, no matter what. Doesn't matter. We'll filter it out. We'll make it happen. We'll make it so. I appreciate your call. Certainly, uh, I can't wait for the next one. I love the Raider Nation. I love these damn calls, brother. Thank you very much for your input. Well, that is it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. Look forward to doing another show because it will be coming up pretty soon because the the shit's about ready to hit the fan here in free agency. So we shall see what Oakland does. We're going to take a look and see where we truly go. And it will be interesting because by the next show, we should have a few players on the Raiders that weren't there last year I'm so pumped for this time of year We have a lot of positive going on I am so, so very happy with your staff And there's just a lot of good things That could be going down in Oak Town love, Much love to all the Raider Nation Whether it be in Los Angeles Or St. Louis Or LA Or wherever it may be um, The Raider Nation is huge I know we got a little squabble going on right now, but it'll all settle down once the Raiders figure out where the hell they're going to go, cuz it don't matter where they are or where they play, because the Raider Nation will come and they will fill those seats and people ain't going to jump ship because they move from point A to point B never happen and it never will. Thank you for listening to the Raider Nation podcast. Randy and I truly truly Love the fans. I am Raider Greg, and until next time, when our team is much improved, I am out.